On this episode, we are joined by a young lady who is doing fashion in a redefined way, making an impact in the lives of people and the world at large. Welcome to the Strepreneur Show. I'm your host, Kent Beidou. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. In 2013, while only a first-year student in the University of Development Studies, one of Ghana's most prominent universities, this young lady began her journey into the world of entrepreneurship. At age 19, she was inspired to set up a fashion business by name Echo Shoes to tackle the issues of unemployment for the physically challenged and rural women as well as sanitation. These, I would say, are global pandemics in their own right. In 2015, she was nominated for the Anisisha Prize in Johannesburg, South Africa, an award meant to show a spotlight on young African entrepreneurs with promising startups. She is considered as one of Ghana's prominent entrepreneurs under age 30. Today, Echo Shoes, her business, has transformed into Dignified Words, which she still runs seven years down the line. Joining us on the Stupreneur Show today is Mabel Suglo, the CEO of Dignified Words. Miss Mabel, you are most welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so Miss Mabel, I know, I mean, we know that women are more acclimatized to the fashion industry than men are. Although recently we are seeing men get into the industry themselves. I mean, but you do fashion in a very different manner, a very different way. So um, what actually inspired, you know, you to enter the industry, enter the fashion industry in the first place? actually decided to go into the fashion industry or that of the shoes because of the inspiration I gave from my late grandmom who uh, would just come due to a leprosy condition. Defy the odds of marginalization. So I just decided to um, kind of economically empower persons similar like grandma, like uh, persons with disabilities and rural women too, and make... Um, fashion accessories that is going to give them some different livelihood. So they actually, the, 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 I had to focus on persons with disabilities and other marginalized people like rural women okay. because uh, I was working on the streets of Kumasi and um, this disabled guy was like kind of looking at me with that kind of expectation that I should give him some handout, right? Okay. But, um... I, I like, I just decided to, I don't know what happened with him. I ended up giving him the handout, all right, but I just told him that after interacting with him and asking me a few questions and asking me if he was willing to um, do something worthwhile with his life instead of sitting under the scorching sun or under the rain mm-hmm. to, to, to beg for arms, uh, is he willing to kind of uh, do something decent to do? To, to have a sustainable source of income, and he said yes by interacting with them, getting to know his uh, family, one those that he was in uh, 
wedding Kumasi because he's originally from uh, Cape Coast. Okay. So, yeah, but because of the greener pastures, he has to be there. So, yes, with the interaction, but all this was happening when I was still back in school. So, like, back and forth, back and forth, and we decided to start doing something together. And uh, so, um, I just sort of um, making use of that opportunity to make fashionable goods out of waste and at the same time um, protest Mother Earth. Wow. Wow, that's 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 wonderful. That's very inspirational. But if from your story you were in Kumasi when you met this man, but you are uh-huh. also a student in UDS. Yeah. So how did you get this man or convince him and his family to um take him to um where you wanted to start your company, or did you begin in Kumasi? Yeah, so actually my um my my first business or like it's not my first business. Okay. It's still the same business, all right, mm-hmm. by the name Echo Shoes. I know you would see that when you were reading that of Ajija Price stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so um because uh I wasn't really financially sound mm-hmm. to be able to move into wherever I was, mm-hmm. I decided to just make the best of every opportunity. That means once he's already acclimatized to Kumasi's best, he's in that uh, environment. So uh, that sent me to the Judges School for the Disabled okay. to kind of talk things with the authorities to strike a partnership deal with them, wow. uh, of which I ended up taking him there and mm-hmm. uh, he meeting other people just mm-hmm. like himself, made him much more comfortable. So. My first business called Eco Shoes was okay. actually based in Kumasi, but right now uh, we had to rebrand to um, Dignified Way to allow us add on other products that we envisioned and to kind of make it um, much more diversified. Okay. But right now we are headquartered in Sunyani, okay. in the Bonner region, okay. yeah, because that is where we are finally settled now. Yeah. Okay, that's 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 wonderful. So um. Fast forward, you began in 2013, then quickly, just two years down the line, you were at the um, Anisha Prize, winning um, 12500 for yourself and the company. How, how were you able to move that so quick and see such growth as a young lady starting such a venture? Well, uh, it's not that I moved so quick. Mm-hmm. I, I, it was actually tough for me okay. in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, so like it's more like I always say anywhere that Asia Price is my kind of first love. And okay. uh, today we are still in touch, and, and I'm still their fellow, and mm-hmm. they've been of great help. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can't deny that fact. So it's more like uh, you know, and their their main aim is to identify um, bright. Um, and innovative young entrepreneurs in Africa and support them because um, um, it's estimated that in the years to come, like the, Africa is going to be the next hot cake that is um, okay. enterprising and where jobs like um, it, most people will be coming down to Africa to mine talents and all those things. Yeah. So yeah. they have just decided to take that step in creating and nurturing the next uh future leaders in oh. that regard so okay. yeah so um i i actually applied it was an online call which they do uh, i think in 
February or March of every year. Okay. And unfortunately, this year applications are closed, but okay. I'm hoping next year they would open up. Okay. And because of this COVID situation, it's mm -hmm. kind of things mm -hmm. are not yet outlined that much. Okay. So it was an online application. I applied. I got shortlisted. Mm -hmm. um, Semi finals, finals, mm -hmm. and then um, I had to present my project mm -hmm. uh, uh, in, in Johannesburg, South Africa, okay. and uh, uh, being the only fellow from Ghana. So mm -hmm. um, I think luck was on my side, and mm -hmm. God just wanted me to kind of live my dream. So yeah. that's hard. That landed me the second prize winner. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's that's um, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, during that time, were you still in school or you had completed during the time you had to embark on this anesthesia project? No, I was actually. I think I was in level two hundred. Was it? Yeah. So because I went to, mm -hmm. I went to in September 2018. Okay. So, um, and I finished, so like I was in level 200, yes. So, so I, I was still in school whilst, mm -hmm. um, like, launching my business, if so, I should say. So, so that means you were in level 100 when you, when Echo Shoes began? Yes. So, I, it's actually, it, it was during my, you know, uh, September mm -hmm. vacations, okay. like, summer vacations that, Okay, I was really back. I met I met this my disabled guy in Kumasi. Street. Okay. So that was when I just decided to really reflect on things mm -hmm. and like see how I could uh, sort it out instead of mm -hmm. just uh, kind of uh, blaming everybody around me mm -hmm. for the chaos or the troubles yeah. that are yeah. ongoing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, we go for a commercial break, and when we return, we we'll hear more from Mabel Suglo. Let's 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 get real. You know, in in Ghana or Africa, for instance, um, our education system is mostly not structured to support such entrepreneurial um, ideas like you uh -huh. had. So definitely, you have to balance your education even at that early stage with the business. So how were you able to manage it to on campus? You know, trying to manage your education and the business as well? Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't really a very, should I say, smooth one initially okay. because it was like, I didn't know that was how it was going to hit, if okay. I should say. So okay. it, initially I kind of um, found it difficult, but mm -hmm. um, upon one or two things and revisiting my activities mm -hmm. and rescheduling and with the efficient and effective time usage, mm -hmm. I was able to build through. And it's, yeah, it, it actually affected my grade because there were courses I could have done better. Okay. But I ended up having a C. Oh. Like, when, if I was to really be able to study yeah. ahead of time for exams, mm -hmm. because there were times that I could. I, I remember when I came, that mm -hmm. from Johannesburg, South Africa, it was a, it was just a week to our examination. Oh. So, like, that kind of pressure, and yeah. that's the time other people like yourself mm -hmm. were getting in touch, oh, we want to have an interview with you, okay. and that kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. like... The pressure yeah, so, was there. Um, yeah, so normally, I I, I, I just... I'm, up to today, I'm still a very nocturnal person. I okay. do most of my stuff 
late in the night and that kind of thing. Okay. So, yeah, so I was able to balance them just by making sure that I, I plan and make you soft and little time mm-hmm. or opportunity I'll look up, yeah. Okay, so um, definitely you coming from UDS, you know, getting to um, South Africa and this big platform, you you definitely brought some glory to your school at that, at that time. Did you get support from your tutors or your lecturers in any form or in any way during that time? Okay, so um, <laughs> um, I remember a surprise uh-huh. encouraged my school to really um, kind of celebrate me. Okay, but I think that the farthest I could go was mm-hmm. uh, um, was the name. Just meeting the then uh, I think vice chancellor was okay. one of them. Yeah. So, but other tutors, uh, lecturers that knew me personally were mm-hmm. so proud of me. They okay. kept. Um, I remember Dr. Martin Bushe. Mm-hmm. He was always sharing other opportunities with me, oh. encouraging me to, to 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 keep on and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing they did was to mm-hmm. kind of. Um, Break the news on the school's website, and when I before I left, okay. when I came back, and granting me all the necessary documents from the school that I needed for my visa application okay. and all those things. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow! So, also continuing fast forward, um, you got to level four hundred. Definitely, um, you were going to complete at that final year. At that final year. You know, normally you have to work on some projects. Was EcoShoe your project you did in your final year? No, so um, I I did a Bachelor of Education in Health Science. So okay. uh, this was a special appeal by my, should I say, one of my education tutors, okay. uh, my son, Simon. So he mm-hmm. asked that we, he, he's kind of, he was doing some kind of research and he mm-hmm. wanted us to uh, kind of, Providing with the data or the pre research to, to back his, okay. his, his, his research. So he, we actually worked on an educational topic that, mm-hmm. and as I then to, uh, my course wasn't really offered mm-hmm. in UDS because more like, um, that was, we were the fourth budget we kind of graduating from the course. So okay. we wanted to see the impact of their studies mm-hmm. on us. Uh, health science student, and that was to make an informed decision. Okay. And that that was to help the university make an informed decision as to whether to continue mm-hmm. with it okay. or they should change it into a different program altogether. Oh. So I actually didn't work on Echo Shoes as my project. As your project, okay, all right. Even though I would have loved to, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay, due so. to the circumstances, I had to to do that on the educational one. Okay. Okay, okay. So how was the transition like, you know, um, moving Echo Shoes from campus life to the real world, you know, getting established in the real world and then finding yourself um, as a young CEO of a company, of a startup company at that time? And, you know, how was the transition like for you? It was tough uh, because it's like... um Funny enough, I always be. Uh, I'm always the youngest among all of my management team or my employees. Okay. 
So, you know, and also being a lady, mm-hmm. there are sometimes when you speak, it's like they take offense. It's like mm-hmm. a woman is not supposed to speak that way. And I go yeah. like, oh, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, we have to, to be very factual here. Yeah. So there were a whole lot of, um, should I say, mm-hmm. expectation and stress on mm-hmm. me because I have to be very careful to mm-hmm. not make my employees feel like Mm-hmm. They are less of themselves, okay. and the other hand, I have to run the business like a normal corporate institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means uh, bottom line has to be good and all those things. Yeah. So I I just think the grace was just given me by God okay. to be able to navigate the whole thing. It, it wasn't really, it wasn't an easy mm-hmm. one, but yeah. over the years, we keep making mistakes, mm-hmm. we keep learning from it, learning on the job, mm-hmm. trying to learn as much as possible to... Mm-hmm. To my next things, yes, because I have no business background, but I told myself I wasn't going to let that to kind of limit me in any way. Wow. So I, I was learning as much as I could cool. to improve myself and um, how to, to, to propel my business forward. That, that's, that's, that's great. Um, you, you spoke about you being a female and some of your um, um, team members taking offense in, in some of your actions because they, they were like, you you were a lady, so yeah. this is how you should go, this is how you shouldn't go, and all that. Do you think mm-hmm. that at the time that you um, started back in 2015 um, till now, which has been a five-year difference, are mm-hmm. women being given more opportunity to express them, themselves in the world of entrepreneurship now in Africa as compared to the time that you started? Or you think there hasn't been any improvement? So, um, for now, like I would say that we have been given the opportunity, at least mm-hmm. those uh, some people are now beginning to be reasonable, okay. that the fact that you're a woman. You know, the, mm-hmm. the African mentality that you're a woman, you have to be, you have to take care of the house chores, cook, yeah. take care of kids, yeah. like that, that's it. But I think, like, in 2013 was much more difficult than nowadays because okay. they've realized that women are beginning to take life into their own hands mm-hmm. instead of being dictated to us in the days of our mummies and the grandparents. Mm-hmm. So yes, there, even though it's, uh, it has been proved that there's always more room for improvement because much more, uh, what, uh, much more can be done because mm-hmm. I believe that our men should much more supportive. Okay. Yes, because I, I, it's, it's not fair that right now we all claim that if that's the case, you men are supposed to like be the what should I say breadwinner. Okay. But here is the case now. You go like oh times are hard, and the woman is supposed to help you out in the corporate world to also yeah. bring some money onto the table. But you yeah. still expect this same one woman to be the one to do house chores, cook for you take care of the house and still manage children okay. and manage you as a husband and mm-hmm. also manage yourself and manage a business as well. I think that's too much stress. And if uh, men are not wanting to help us in that regard mm-hmm. by sharing a little bit of our responsibility, I think you're not being fair here. So okay. there is a lot that still be done in that regard. Okay, okay, okay. Um, as you said, um, women are now being given the opportunity, which is great news. Um, as I've seen you also advocating for women entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. if 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 I'm right. Yeah. Um, 
and and for you as as a female being able to rise um this far what are you doing in your own little way to also encourage young um, females out there who also want to enter the field of entrepreneurship as you have or you did yeah so um basically i i i mentor girls okay. and of which some of the like three of them has their own businesses running right now okay while they're also in the university and all those things. Okay. And being from the northern region, yeah. I know how difficult it is for we, the female children. Exactly. So I've purposely focused my life or like decided to focus on such ladies mm-hmm. that are really willing to learn because my thing is if I am really, I'm willing to invest my time and it's like yeah. you are not seeing anything good or you don't want to give in your time. Yeah. I would rather give the opportunity to the next person that is mm-hmm. women. So I I I I teach them the little I know mm-hmm. in my business or sometimes mm-hmm. I help them go through the applications mm-hmm. for uh, online grants and all those things okay. and I teach them those that I've discovered and mm-hmm. also encourage them to reach out to successful mm-hmm. and other um noble women that are doing what exactly they want to do out there and seek guidance because okay. my thing is unless of course you shut me up yeah i would always ask i always call for help wow. even if you shut me up you are not the only one person wow. i would definitely find another person and there's always somebody mm-hmm. out there that's willing to help but if you don't ask for the help nobody's gonna help you okay that's 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 cool that's that's wonderful when we return from the break mabel concludes with us. Stay tuned. Um, we, we will be wrapping up very soon so that uh, you can get back to whatever you're doing. But <laughs> um, All right. With you talking about everything and um, females entering into business, that's, that's my main focus for the last session of this interview most females most females entering into the university some of them basically are are told what to come to university to do and if um, females especially want to enter into businesses in universities some of them face that stigma of of they being females and only as you said, current in the current scene that we are seeing an improvement in that, right? What do you think should be the mindset of society, or what do you think should, uh, what do you think the mindset of society should be to 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 enable these females to thrive in that course? Okay, so my it's just simple for me. Mm-hmm. I think that society should just allow. Anybody or everybody to be who they really want to be. Okay. Because society has, but who is the society? We are even the society. society. We okay. make up the society. Yeah. So we've kind of restricted and put some kind of restriction on what a woman can do, uh, what a woman cannot do, yeah. and it's not it's not moving our society forward in any way. Yeah. So I don't see the reason why 
I should be looked down upon because I'm a mm -hmm. female entrepreneur yeah. than a male counterpart. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's true. You, you, you know, it's true that men are men and women are women. Yeah. God created us like that and there is nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there should be any form of discrimination when mm -hmm. it comes to being given opportunities. Mm -hmm. Because the important thing is everybody should prove their worth. Mm -hmm. So if you are able to prove that I'm capable of this, yeah. I think gender shouldn't be an issue here. Okay. Yeah, so society should, whichever rules they've kind of put in place to restrict people should take those um, expectations and rules out as well. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. I mean, judging from how you, you, you're talking and your expression, I, I, know, I get to know that you're a very forward-thinking person. So um, back in 2015, uh, I learned you were, uh, you were producing, at, even at that time, at, as a young enterprise, you were producing about 1,500 shoes and all that. Okay. How is production now? How is sales now? And what is next for Dignified Words? Yeah, so um, right now, production is still increasing, mm -hmm. but... Sorry, due to uh, COVID nineteen okay. this year, I, I don't I'm, I don't know whether we'll be able to hit uh, our numbers if okay. uh, if a miracle doesn't happen from God. Mm. But last year was good, and okay. uh, at least we keep improving year upon year, okay. and uh, hoping and seeking to make greater impact okay. because um, we 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 we. We want to be moving forward as a was the name a business, and then um, praise that all things being equal, mm -hmm. we always keep increasing. But this year has been a dicey one because we we are always in the we are not almost we are in the middle of the year, and nobody really knows what is going to happen next year. So okay, we just pray everything normalizes, mm -hmm. and then um, we keep increasing in our impact and numbers. Okay. Um, as you said, we're just hoping that everything will normalize and we find the, the world finds a vaccine soon and we get back to um, our normal daily activities. It's, uh -huh. it's been a wonderful evening talking to you and having you on this show, Miss Mabel Suglo. Thank, Thank you, Ken. Contact Dignified Words on all social media platforms at Dignified Words. You can also visit their website at www.dignifiedwords.com or reach out to them on plus 233-20-742-3532. On our next episode, we meet a young entrepreneur who is reviving people's love for arts and also changing people's perception about the industry with his superfluous talent. And as always, I am your host, Kent Beidou. A very big thanks to our hardworking production team. This has been The Stupernet Show.